My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. Well, while Irish people were celebrating the success of our rowers, Afrika Kyo, Emer Lamb, Fiona Murta and Emily Hegarty, shout out to you guys. America and the world was stunned by the decision of Simone Biles to step away from the women's gymnastics team final and subsequent events to focus on her mental health. You've made us so proud, said Sarah Hirschland, chief executive of the US Olympic and Paralympic Committee. We applaud your decision to prioritise your mental health over all else and offer you the full support and resources of our Team USA community as you navigate the journey ahead. Well, whatever your view of this turn of events, this is a long way from the same Olympic organisation that allowed Larry Nasser to abuse their athletes for years. Today on Irishman in America, Marion McKeown joins me to walk me through that scandal and how it changed America and the Olympic team forever. Why are we connecting these two events? Well, simply because Biles herself was abused by Nasser and has suffered depression as a result. Marion, there there just isn't, uh, I don't know where, there's so much to get through here. You'd, you'd have to be blind to have missed some of the knee-jerk reactions by some of the press who've called for, uh, we need more mental toughness in our athletes. But right now, and in the last 48 hours, I feel like there's a growing understanding that this awful situation that Simone Biles found herself in and how she navigated it might actually be a hugely positive thing for the future of sport, young people and youth mental health. Is it fair to say that none of it happens without Larry Nasser's conviction and those women that were willing to stand up to him? Yeah, you know, I think certainly, God, it's it's such a, a difficult question to answer, Jarlis. And, and can I first on a cheerful note, echo your congratulations for the Irish girls. Fantastic. It really just such a good news story. Mm -hmm. But very quickly, where to start, as you say, with this um, Larry Nasser, you know, I, I to me, in some ways, Larry Nasser is the tip of this ugly, horrific, nightmarish iceberg, because we will we, we'll explain Larry Nasser very briefly at the outset. He, Larry Nasser um, was basically he, he was at the very top tier of you know America's 
uh, sports physicians. He was one of the top, top guys in America. He was revered in the Olympics in particular and amongst female Olympic athletes as a kind of a god that he was this brilliant doctor and you were so lucky if you hurt yourself or injured yourself and you could get Larry Nasser to be your doctor because, you know, that was the only way you were ever going to get back to peak, you know, competing level, you know, fitness again. And he was so sought after because he built up the hype to himself, but so also did the USA Gymnastics and the USA Olympic Council. And as I say, so he started around um, 1986 when he began working with USA Gymnastics. And and this was the governing body that selects the Olympic teams. So you only get onto the Olympic team if if USA Gymnastics says that you're good enough and if you pass muster with them. So he then he was he went on to medical school in Michigan State University, which is a big in this as well, became the chief medical coordinator for USA Gymnastics in 1996, just a decade later, about 58 now. So that was what, let me do my maths very quickly, he, he would have been in his mid-30s. And, you know, you see him everywhere in, in the Olympics because like a lot of these people, he was a bit of a self-publicist and a bit of a demigod in his own right. And, you know, so he's all over pictures from the USA, the 1996 Olympics, the 2000 Olympics. And, you know, he's shown with athletes who were Kerry Strong is one who comes to mind, Kerry Strong. She was injured in the Olympics and she came back in 1996 and she won her medal, etc. And then, as I say, in Michigan State University, he was a member of the faculty. He was a sports medicine guy and so there were two there are two prongs to this basically. At Michigan State University, he handled hundreds and hundreds of medical cases of hundreds and hundreds of athletes. They were not elite athletes. They weren't Olympic athletes. A lot of them were just ordinary kids who wanted to be on the Olympic, on the Michigan, you know, the Olympics, the gymnast team and, and various other teams. He abused them, more than 500 of them, routinely and with impunity, because as I said, he was seen as this doctor. Aren't you lucky if you get an appointment with him? And then when he worked for the USA Gymnastics and the US um, Olympic Council. He then had access to all of these elite uh, gymnasts, all of them, or most of them young women. He was abusing them. He was abusing young girls from the age of six. That was the youngest documented case of abuse by him. A lot of these young girls were young trainee gymnasts who were, you, I mean, you know the way kids get passionate about the sports that they're passionate about, whether it's horse riding, whether it's gymnastics, whether it's swimming, whatever it is. And their dream is always to become Olympic stars, to win the Olympic gold. And so all of these children, and they were children, were dedicating their lives to this dream. When they became injured, which they invariably did at some stage, they would be taken to Nasser, often by their parents. He often abused them sexually while their parents were in the room or in an adjacent room. It was horrific. And we're talking hundreds and hundreds of young girls. As you said, a lot of these um, gymnasts went on to become American gold medalists they, who had been abused by and abused in some occasions on hundreds, hundreds of times, some of the, these Olympic stars. Now, this carried on until about 2015. And it was, in fact, a local newspaper, the Indianapolis Star, that ran the first expose of USA Gymnastics' complete failure to protect young athletes from sexual abuse, not just by Nasser, but by coaches, by trainers, by supervisors. And this sort of 
as happens, and we saw this with the Me Too, when somebody complains, when somebody has the courage, and it takes a huge amount of courage, if you're a young girl, probably in your teens, probably hoping to get to the Olympics, um, to be able to stand up and make a complaint against somebody who is so revered as Nasser was. And one of the one of the, you know, earliest young girls like there were there were several of them. Ali Raisman was one. She was captain of the 2012 and 2016 US Olympics team. But there, there were others. And when they complained first, they were told to hush it up. They were to there were complaints made separately to Michigan State University and to the USA Gymnastics, um, USAG. They were basically hushed up. It took USAG about five or six weeks after receiving complaints initially to even go to to the FBI to, to contact law enforcement. And then inexplicably, it took the FBI another 10 months God knows why to get the case, the, the investigations really up and running. And, you know, that to me is even more bizarre. And there was an inspector general's report very recently that really took the FBI to task on this and, and ex- explained why it was so awful. And, and, you know, I'm going to illustrate one person here a young athlete called Maggie Nichols. She was actually the first gymnast to report Nasser to USA Gymnastics. And there was a Netflix documentary called Athlete A. And she did this. She retired from elite gymnastics after the 2016 Olympic trials. She had at that stage overcome a knee injury. She had posted six best overall in the trials, which should have absolutely secured her a place on the USA Olympic team for 2016. She was dropped. She wasn't named as one of the five team members or one of the three alternates, you know, where where you will always have like the the bench, basically, the three who will go in if one of the the other gymnasts are injured. You know, it it wasn't clear why she was dropped. As I say, her scores were good enough. It became clear when it emerged that she was the first person to report Nasser and she was seen with the Olympic coming up as somebody who could be a nuisance or a liability. So they just basically kicked her off the team to cover things up. It was absolutely outrageous the way she was treated and she gave up her career after that. So there you have it. That's your taste of the Irishman in America for this week with Marion McKeown. Come on over and hear the rest of the conversation by becoming a member at patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad and enjoy all these conversations in full, including our feature interview every Sunday and our back catalogue of nearly eight years of interviews at patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. A lot of people who would probably consider themselves liberal have done very well financially under the Donald Trump four years. You encouraged espionage against our people. You condemn any interference by Russia in the American election. By Russia or anybody else. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.